he knew the restaurant was gonna fail and he told me. It was a point where I was just there because I had to, but I was totally down, tired, overwhelmed. Let's <laughs> just put in everything into it. I was in a point where I stopped believing in myself, you know, because of all the struggles and everything. But when you have, you know, like uh, someone believing in you, it's like, okay, you know, let, let's do it. Let's just throw out there. And that's something that as a young person you need. You know, you need people to believe in you. Today we want to look at a story of hope, of encouragement, of success. And that's the story of Yvonne and her husband and their current business, Vempanada. Now, they didn't start with Vempanada, and as you could just hear, they had a great restaurant, but it didn't go too well for them. Let's listen to their story. Let's hear how God has turned failure into success and how they learned a lot of precious lessons on the way. The first question that I asked Yvonne was, how did you come up with your restaurant, My Deli Soup? Yeah, so when I was like around yeah, 20, I, I did a two-year program in college and totally different. I studied media, you know, like video editing, photography. But inside me, I was like, I want to do something with business, you know, since a small girl has just been like burning in my blood. So since my parents, they had a restaurant in Colombia, I was kind of like familiar uh, with the concept. And while I was in college, I was working at this family restaurant for a year. So getting more of the idea, how was the restaurant here in the U.S.? Because, you know, it was back in Colombia. So I think things were a bit different. And I was like, you know, I feel familiar with the concept. It's a good way of doing missionary work, you know, of getting in contact with customers and, uh, you know, let, let's do it. So when I was 21, I started looking at places and three months later, it was a process of about three months. Uh, I found the spot, you know, I got everything ready and the doors were open. So uh, it was it was pretty quick, and the thing is that to open a restaurant, you need you need capital, you know, you need money, and I didn't. <laughs> Once you graduate from from college, you're broke as it can be. But I had like this dream, you know, like let's just do it. And I had a friend which I studied in college, and he had some savings, and he was like, "Well, I have around fifteen thousand. Do you think you can do something with that?" So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> without realizing how much, you know, things can cost. But the thing about having a tight budget, it was good in the sense that we made it work. You know, we found the place that had all of the kitchen equipment. Um, we had, it was like, we found, it was like this lady, she was closing her restaurant. So she sold me like the you know, the most expensive things, you know, like the stove tables for the cheapest price, you know? So with less than 15K, you know, I could say we pretty much <laughs> opened the doors. So it was, it was good in that sense because you pretty much spend what you have, 
and even more, you know, but being in a tight budget, I think it was a blessing now that I look back because <laughs> we have to end way more. And, uh, we opened the restaurant. I opened it, um, a friend that had worked in my, in the restaurants before with my dad, she came over, she helped me out. She was very experienced in the area of cooking, which I wasn't that much. Um, and we opened a deli soups, you know, sandwiches, salad, a lot of smoothies options. And, um, yeah, the, the first month it was, it was a blessing. It was overwhelming because it was like swimming. It is different to work in a place and to own it and run it. You know, it's something that as a young person, I feel like you're like, oh, I already worked there. You know, I know how it is. No, you don't. <laughs> You have no idea until you really own something. You know, you can work for a place at five years, but once it's yours, the scenario totally changes. So, yeah, I don't know if you have more questions like, yeah, about it, but that was the beginning. Uh, what didn't work well with that restaurant? You, you, I know, you know, you went, you got in touch with Hive and, 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 you know, Jesse Zwicker was helping you a little bit, uh, trying to turn this restaurant around. Uh, what were the struggles that you had with the, with just, you know, running this restaurant and, and just having customers come in and stuff? So the first month it was great. You know, we had a profit. I was like, this is it. But one of the main struggles was, um, having like, um, consistent, um, I want to say personal to work with. So as I said, I had this lady who was working with me, but then she had to go to do family issues, you know? So then I had another person, I would train them, but having consistency, you know, it's, is hard and it's something that I didn't oversee, you know, it's like, oh, we'll just get people on the way. But no, because you take time training, you know, until someone finally gets it. It's like, okay. And people get sick, you know, people get better offers. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the restaurant industry is very intense because you have to be there every day, same hours, you know, no matter. So it's, it's overwhelming. And I understood that. So it, it just came like, I ended up pretty much doing everything, you know, from cooking, doing everything, because I would get people like for hours, you know, but having like that constant personal, it was, it was very hard. And then I didn't really oversee that, you know, until the moment, but the main issue, like economically, I will say, as I said, the first six months were great. Uh, then through the summer, the first summer starting struggling a little bit with the location. That's something that I didn't do was a, like a market analysis of the area. You know, I just thought it was good <laughs> because we were by besides Geico because there was a Mexican restaurant and they did great. But I mean, <laughs> you cannot compare vegetarian with Mexican, you know, they have their own market. And uh, I thought the city was pretty decent in size. We were in front of Geico. So they had 3,500 employees. I was like, oh, this is great. But no, because they go on vacation. And then when COVID hit, they all were working from home. So we, we kind of like lost the lunch, you know, lunch crowd. And just because people go to Mexican doesn't mean they're going to go to your place. 
So definitely not doing a market analysis of the area, you know, a study of like how many vegetarians, you know, the population. Uh, Okay, their office, right? They're going to be closed on the weekends, right? Sunday, because we're closed on on Sabbath, of course. Um, So yeah, all of those little things that when you're in, you're like, yeah, it's better to be more like in a close to a university, you know, when they're students, where they're more with the health and vegan aspect or a gyms, not a, me- you know, I-, I thought it was a grocery store and a Mexican and Geico, you know, it was great. So the market analysis was hard because in the summer I felt it. And then right after that COVID hit. So we were just surviving, you know, and, uh, with all the fixed um, expenses. So after a year there of like struggling, you know, trying to make it even even, uh, trying so many options, you know, and you spend money on options because people are like, okay, do this or do that. And you spend money and it's like not working. So finally, my dad, he was like, you know, I know this guy, he can help you. At this point, I was really disappointed because all the people that he had mentioned had done the contrary. You know, it just made me spend money <laughs> and no results. So I was just, I, it's pretty much like giving up, but I was still there, you know, because it was already two years and yeah, two years of being there every day. Um, you know, my free labor because <laughs> It's just putting everything into it. And it was a point where I was just there because I had to. But I was totally down, you know, like my spirit. I was just like, what's going on? Tired, overwhelmed. Um, I think every entrepreneur goes through that at some point, you know, <laughs> you feel like stuck point, you know, that you don't know. And uh, I couldn't even take a weekend off, you know, it was just Saturday and that was it. So it was like a breaking point for me. I was just like, I was there, but I wasn't there. Kind of like on auto, auto, you know, mode. (laughs) And I realized that, and, and, you know, people are trying to encourage me, but it it was hard. So at this point, my dad was like, okay, talk to Jesse. I was like, okay, let's see what he has to say. <laughs> it was pretty much like my attitude at the point. And I think he noticed it. I mean, I'm so sorry with Jesse. <laughs> it wasn't with him. It was just like, <laughs> it was hard. It, that year was hard. And um, I hate that. You know, it really gets me like anxiety and I was like 22 years old trying to get 5,000 per month, you know, to pay. Uh, I had to ask, you know, for a friend to loan me more. And I just felt, you know, like irresponsible of asking, knowing that the business wasn't doing good. So it was just a lot. So when Jesse came in, he started, you know, doing the coaching. I saw hope, you know, he he gave me hope from the first, um, not in the sense of like the business itself, but of, of making, like, seeing out of the box, you know, the only thing I could see was the restaurant. But, you know, with the marketing with Jesse, it was like, see outside of the box, you know. So we started seeing what was, what sold the most at the restaurant. And I, I made empanadas there. 
So we started seeing it was the top, you know. So I was like, okay, what can we do about this? You know, so we started working on developing the empanadas since the two years of the restaurant. You know, it, it was the item that has kept us there. Yeah. Was there a moment when you realized during the coaching that, um, uh, how can I say this? So basically, there was a moment where you realized, okay, I have to give up the restaurant now. Uh, how did you feel? How, how was that moment like? When when did that happen? Yeah, I think it was kind of like the, the first sessions, you know, just in you. The restaurant had no hope at this moment. It was a sinking ship. And, uh, but... When he told me that, it was, I mean, it was a little hard, though I knew it. But it's hard because um, you put so much. And that's something, you know, you have to learn to give up. Because <laughs> it was two years of tears, of headaches, of putting everything you have, everything and even more. So, but I knew that I had to let go in order to you know, to make something better, you know? So it was hard, but I knew he was right, you know? And I knew that changes had to be made. Well, um, we're going to take a short break and then Yvonne's uh, going to tell us more about what Jessie and her did uh, with the Vampanadas and what she's doing right now and how God has really worked miracles to make this a successful missional business. So stay with us. Hive is your number one platform for missional entrepreneurship. Start, grow, and scale your faith-based business with us day by day. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just look for Hive INT. That's Hive International. Hive INT. Let's change this world and the world to come together. Welcome back, everyone. We're here on the Hive Podcast, uh, and you're listening to Yvonne's story and Vempanada, the wonderful business that is uh, selling empanadas, vegan empanadas, uh, in markets and beyond. And uh, Yvonne, I just wanted to ask you, how did you come up with this idea? You've been just sharing that you have been doing this coaching with Jesse, and then you uh, discovered that there is uh, maybe a, a change that needs to happen. How did you? How did you guys come up with empanadas? So. While we were in the coaching with Jesse, we we're trying to develop uh, more of the empanadas. Since I mentioned it was the item that you know was selling the most at the restaurant, and I remember he told me he was like, "You need to change Colombian empanadas because nobody knows Colombian food." I was like, "Ouch!" Because <laughs> you know, I'm from Colombia, so it's like I love my food, but but he had a point, you know. So it's like they had to be like Mexican empanadas. I'm like, really. <laughs> Do they even do empanadas? Like, I don't know how to make empanadas, you know, Mexican empanadas. So he was like, yeah, you need to think out of the box because like, you know, Mexican sells, you know. And and then he was telling me, uh, just try it out, you know. And he was like, the corn dough, you know, like Americans don't really like it. They like more like flour dough. And I have never worked with uh, flour dough. So it was definitely putting me out of my comfort zone. And I'm not a chef, you know, like I know how to cook, but um, it's not like my area. So I was like, man, he's really making me change things around, you know, like explore other things. It's like, you know, you, you have to think internationally, like start with the corn. 
So it was definitely, um, you know, getting out of your comfort zone is what really helps you out, you know. So he will give me the ideas and it was up to me if I made them or not. So I was like, okay, you know, I have never made bread. Like this is a confession. So I had no idea how flour dough works. I only been, you know, when you get comfortable doing what you know, you get stuck in a certain point, you know, and that's what I realized. I was just stuck there because I couldn't see beyond. So I was like, okay, let's let's try this something new. So I changed the menu of the restaurant and I put the empanadas on the top of the menu, you know, not in the bottom. Um, and I added the Mexican empanada. So I was there with a friend at the restaurant. I'm like, you know, let, let's let's try a Mexican recipe. I don't know how to cook Mexican. <laughs> I don't even know what it has, but let's try it out. So we start experimenting, you know, and with the flour dough. And uh, well, believe it or not, two weeks later, everyone was asking for the Mexican empanada, you know, and we had a little chili. So I was like, oh, okay, Jess is right. <laughs> you know, it it. it <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yes you know right and I'm like okay so he's like okay now we need to try something else you know so so he'll be giving me these ideas and I was like every time he was pushing me up more out of my um comfort zone you know but I was like okay that's that's what we need you know I got two years comfortable and we want change we got to do it so we develop a it was like a chicken empanada but it's out of soy you know the the veggie meat and uh, I don't remember I know we developed like three types of empanada something like that um well believe it or not the flower one it was the top you know like it is it's way more for the American taste you know and the Mexican people start coming just for that and one of those customers he owns a store um is there in Fredericksburg where I was and he was like hey do you think you can um sell me your empanadas you know to my to my store the store is very nice and uh, he, he sells a lot of whole foods like uh local organic so I was like wow okay <laughs> so it's like so because of that it was like trying to develop a concept um you know for stores because it's different to sell it ready to eat than for stores so we're like okay now what do we do next so it was like the next challenge you know it's a challenge after our next one while we were in that process um i got married we were in our honeymoon and I, we could just take like a week off you know because of the restaurant so my parents cover up there <laughs> And Jess is like, hey, um, I think you're ready to be in this competition, you know? It's like, hey, what? You know, like Hive. He sort of explained it, but I was traveling, so I didn't really understand what it was. So he sent me, he's like, just make this presentation, you know, and send it by tomorrow morning or tonight. It was late. I mean, I was like, okay, in a hotel we didn't have even a computer. It was on phone. I mean, trying to make a PowerPoint presentation on your phone, <laughs> you know, without really understanding everything and the business. Yeah, we had the name, right? Uh, we we had developed a logo. 
um, we were selling it at the restaurant. Now we were developing to sell to the store because, but it was still, you know, in the rough process. <laughs> so we tried to came up with the numbers, with the presentation that night. I remember I told my husband, I'm like, I'm just going to tell Jesse no. I mean, it. you know how many times the presentation got deleted? At least more than five times with the phone, it would just go back. <laughs> I was like, no, but we're like, okay, let's let's do it. And then the next day, when they call and I realized what it was about, I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> this is like this, you know, like people are hearing. And but I thank Jesse a lot for the opportunity, you know, because it just like pushed you to another level, you know, like when we were too slow, okay, we need to develop the business plan, you know, and it's like everything was just there in the right moment. And it was it was a great opportunity that I'll always be thankful with Hive, with Jesse. Because even though I was early, you know, he he believed, you know, he, he always believed in the project, in, 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 in me. And that's something that as a young person you need, you know, you need people to believe in you, you know, even, yeah, he knew the restaurant was going to fail and he told me, but he believed in something, you know, that could be developed. And that hope is like, what helps you, you know, because you, I, it, I was in a point where I stopped believing in myself, you know, because of all the struggles and everything. So it, it was a great challenge. But when you have, you know, like uh, someone believing in you, it's like, okay, you know, let, let's do it. Let's just throw out there. And because of the hive, we got in contact with um, Mr. Danny Houghton. And, uh, you know, we, we started talking about the product and um, he was like, mm, this is not a commercial, you know, <laughs> like no good. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, <laughs> after all these months of, uh, you know, hardship and everything. And it was it was harsh, but I took it as a challenge, you know, like, OK, I told him we can do better. You know, what can we do? So it's like, you know, the dough has to be way more soft and you have to have way more variety. The packaging is terrible, you know, and we just have to do something better with this. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to tell you the truth. And, you know, you need that, you know, you need that as an entrepreneur because it just challenged you, you know, like Jesse got me out of the comfort zone in a nice way, but this was like totally... <laughs> even more but I think at that point you know it was good it was good and he was like let's meet three months later and let's see what you have you know which it was good because of another person could have been like you know it's not you know just you know try something <laughs> else or you know but he was not Let, let's meet up three months later so again even if you tell that there was there was hope you know and there was like okay you know let's see so I remember I told Jesse and we had a few more sessions. So it was like taking it to another level, you know. So we developed six varieties, Italian, Thai. Um, we had like, uh, I forget, um, mushroom and cheese and, you know, all the other ones that are way more out of the box. I have never done Thai food, you know, or Italian in that sense of like doing it commercially, 
right? And with the dough, as I said, I was not an expert. I was like, okay, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's, you know. So those three months was working on the recipes, making it way more commercial and the packaging. And, you know, the Lord helped. The Lord helped. Three months later, we uh, we gave them and he, he approved, you know, he was like, this is commercial. This is good. You know, <laughs> this is it. So it was, it was just very, it's been a journey, you know, of learning, you know, with Jesse, of being in totally despair, uh, hopeless, you know, of, of starting to see something different. So after that process, in between the process, uh, we decided to close the restaurant. We rented a commercial kitchen and we were supplying to three local stores. And um, mainly the one uh, from our customer. And we also stay with the restaurant customers. They will order online, you know. So we gave them, you know, like we're closing, but, you know, you can order online. So we were making empanadas for the customers and also experimenting in this in the way of how, you know, the best way of presenting the empanadas. No, this way wasn't the best, you know, by by trying and error and seeing and after that, we're like, at this point where we're at right now in Virginia, where we were at is, is just too far away from the main cities. And we were spending a lot of time in the gas. Just the place itself wasn't, you know, we're like, if we want to take it to the next level that we need. We're not in the right place. So here in Colorado, we have some contacts. Um, just here, we, they're like, two vegan restaurants, you know, where we're at close by. So there is market, you know, for the vegan. Um, we have sent the product already developed to the stores right now. Um, it's in process, you know, it takes like three months uh, in process, but we signed the contract with the markets. Um, so it's just like now the manufacturing, you know, now with the contracts, but it has a whole year almost two year process of what, you know, what works, what doesn't. And something that I have learned with this business, you know, with the restaurant, sometimes, you know, I was a young person, you know, I just wanted to start and you do things quick. You know, I think that's my thing. I want everything done now. Now let's do it. You know, and that's, it's not how fast you go. It's, you know, how, how good you're doing it in the process, you know, and, but of course I, I had to fail to know it. So now it's like being, okay, does design, is this design going to work? You know, send it to Jesse, send it to Mr. Hutton. What do you think? You know, getting console from people who know, cause you don't know it, you know, just because you work at a place, you know, I realized I knew nothing. So it has been totally different process, you know, of asking, you know, getting counsel, giving it to try, getting feedback, even if it's hard, you know, even if it's like, ah, uh, it hurts, but okay, you know, <laughs> let's do it. So definitely have uh, Mr. Hutton has helped us to be now at the point where we're at, where it's, uh, it's a good product, you know, people are wanting it just by seeing the product, they're like, this week, they were like, yeah, we want this. You know, how many can you give us? You know, how many can? So just not even trying it, just the presentation, you know. <laughs> so it's it shows you that it's, it's worth it, you know, the, the process. And definitely the, the main goal is to, right now, we 
we hired a young person, and I told my husband, what we want to do is help, you know, have young people with the mentality of also starting something eventually, you know, and giving them like the, the opportunity to work with us, to learn, you know, to, of course, save as well. And, and kind of like see a process from, from scratch, you know, and, and then encourage them. Um, I have um, two young people who will be coming uh, to help like more like a, overseen like an uh from colombia and their relatives and one of them he wants to start his own business so I'm like you know if you want to come help out and 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 see you know see the process because i i wish i could have that uh in the beginning you know like someone tell me more because i work at a restaurant but it wasn't like someone training me you know a little more uh so i come you know come work see that you have to sweat it out you know eight hours <laughs> or more and th definitely the idea is like involving young people you know and um teaching them what the mistakes <laughs> so far <laughs> not to do and uh yeah so that's that's where we are right now yeah, praise God. Now, the last question I have is, um, you're a missional business. People have been, you've been telling me this, excited or curious about your restaurant, the things that you are doing. It's vegetarian, it's different. Um, can you tell us a, a, an example of how you were able to share uh, the gospel with people, how you were able to share some love and some, some you know, basically forward people more to, 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 to Jesus and our church? Uh, do you have an example for that? Yeah, of course. In the restaurant, um, I think because of the customers, repeated customers, we had way more opportunity. Mm. There we had a lot since we closed on Sabbaths. They would ask a lot, you know, why why are you close the best day? You know, that we sell more. Or why don't you uh, can deliver us on Sabbath, you know, on Saturdays? So it was definitely, you know, we're seven-day Adventists. Uh, we gave about 500 uh, literature, like in, we had there in the restaurant, uh, Steps to Christ. Um, we had several, you know, books there that we give out in a nice form. I used to be a cold porter. So I had it, you know, in that. <laughs> yeah, for three years. Actually, cold porting helps a lot. Yeah. If you want to start a business, go, go call for it. I encourage it. And we had like three times. Uh, I think I miss that a lot. Um, we we brought like, um, how you call that? Like a health expo at the restaurant. We offer massage um, there. We did the setup. Uh, we offer like health counseling. Um and some students of Heartland, they came and they help out. And it was great because, you know, uh, we made a great connection uh, with the Health Expo. We At the end, we had the spiritual talk. You know, people would take the literature with them. And I miss those customers. I miss the work that we did at the moment. Now with the restaurant, um, we're focusing more on, you know, the health aspect as we give it out to people. I had a lot of uh, um, two persons, actually, they were like, you know, I'm sick right now. 
I'm trying to eat vegetarian, but I don't know. It's, it's just like vegetables, you know, and it's hard. And I'm like, no, you know, we have like, a, you know, this veggie meat, we have this, we have that. And it's like, wow, you know, and um, it's a way of presenting health message in a simple way, you know, um, in a healthy way with the empanadas. And I think the focus now is to help young people, you know, come together as a group, encourage and see that, you know, right now with the young people, it's like, I have to be out in the world to be successful, you know, and it's so many temptations going out there, you know, like I have to do this and no, you can be successful in this message, you know, God can help you out if you're consistent, just apply the same, you know, being disciplined, consistent, accepting counsel. But, uh, you know, you see a lot, you know, especially people I grew up a lot that is like, ah, just, I'm just going to be here stuck, you know, if I'm in the seven day Adventist message, you know, I'm just going to be this or that, you know, inside a box. And no, no, you can be a great person, successful and, you know, be in the message and help other people, you know, and be a missionary wherever you go. So definitely is is the focus right now, encouraging young people, seeing that you can achieve your dreams and even more uh, being with the Lord, you know, having his blessing and seeing that there's a whole support, you know, like Hive. I, I love what they do, you know, and hopefully I can I can refer some young people, you know, that can go there and see that there is local support, there's Avenue support, and the Lord will bless. You know, it's like you're not just stuck in something because, you know, you're Avenue. I don't know why a lot of young people have that mindset in our message. You know, that is all the success is out there in the world. So no, no, that's not, you know, so that's that's what we want to focus right now, you know, in, in our young Adventist people. I can just second that. You know, I've been doing a bunch of things in my life already, and I can say that I have never had as much peace and joy, happiness, and fulfillment as I have right now, working for God full-time, using my talents and my passion and my skills that God has given me to make a difference in this world. And He can do the same thing for you. He He did it with Yvonne and her husband. He's doing it with you as well. Join our movement and become a part of this journey. No matter where you are, if you want to open your restaurant, that's awesome. If you have another business idea, that's fantastic. Join us and subscribe to our podcast. We'll be handling another episode next Monday. So I'll see you then.